Welcome to the Raging Rolls podcast. I'm your DM, Jeremy Roberts. The Raging Rolls play live on Thursdays on twitch.tv slash ragingrolls. This podcast is an unedited reproduction of that stream, minus the breaks. Apart from Twitch, you can find us at bio.link slash ragingrolls. This season, we're playing Icewind Dale, Rime of the Frostmaiden. The frozen north is a cold and isolated place where Oral the Frostmaiden has cast a spell that places all of Icewind Dale in a perpetual winter. Join us as we discover if our group of adventurers can rid the north of the Frostmaiden's wrath and restore prosperity to the lands. And now, on with the chaos. First gen Mac. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to another night of chaos. <laughs> Kicking off well with some technical issues. Let's just hope that all microphones are currently working. It looks like they are. Um, yeah, cool. Another night of Rama the Frost Maiden. It's been feels like too long, even though it's been one week. But to have more people back in the saddle. I'm excited. Um, we're waiting on one or two more to join us with some technical issues and things going on, but they will. We won't necessarily wait for them to get back unless they're really quick. But we're in for episode twelve tonight. Uh, a couple of quick things to share before we uh, get into the chaos first we do have an awesome giveaway from our um, friends at behold games tonight Woo! love behold games uh, there is an awesome set of i had the name right here a second ago blackberry bramble dice set it's called i think with foil and fantastic sparkly bits in it and swirly if i could bring a photo up i would but i can't so I won't. <laughs> Bad cat. Um, you just got a major blessing, DM. Thank you, cat. That is much appreciated to make sure that is goes towards the chaos. Let's, let's call it the, the DM's chaos fund. <laughs> so I'm going to start that giveaway in a moment and we will pick a winner at the end of our stream. Subscribers get a bonus entry, so don't forget about that if you need to uh, get your hands on this awesome set of dice. Uh, you know what? I might try and find that photo while uh, while we roll our intro. Uh, what else is going on? Don't forget, we have our podcast happening at the moment. Happening at the moment. It's, it's constantly being updated with all these episodes. So check that out too if you can't follow along with us right now. Granted, that's sometimes a bit of a challenge. Don't forget to check out the, uh, the video on demand on YouTube. Or catch us on the podcast on wherever you find good podcasts. Just search for Raging Rolls. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting something, team. What am I forgetting? Um, is the podcast on my Zoom? On your Zoom? Yeah. Um, I, I, I think you've already rolled a one, so probably not. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, but you've given me a chance to remember what I was going to say. Next week, we're running a spooky Halloween-themed one-shot uh, under the direction... Of the legend himself, Dam of Doom, making a comeback for this one shot. Um, I think it's going to be a full house for people who are keen to get involved in this. So, got to spend some time making a new layout. That's going to be fun. <laughs> so, yeah, watch out for that next week. It's going to be awesome. He's given us a bit of a teaser. It sounds really cool already. We're playing level five characters. We don't know what this character is going to look like yet, what they're going to be, but I'm sure it's going to be some more one shot chaos. We'll try and keep it a one-shot, though, and not a 15-shot. <laughs> I think that's it. Was there anything else? We have, uh, any other announcements, team, that I have uh, missed? 
No. No. I would, I would like to play some D&D, if that's okay, DM. All right. Well, before we do that, I am going to start that giveaway. So feel free to get in the chat there, exclamation giveaway. Um, and we will draw that at the end of the show. Woo. Man, it's so hard not to enter myself. <laughs> I know, right? Welcome back. So, last we, uh, <laughs> did I miss something? Oh, just add him in the chat. I'll pick that up. <laughs> um, last we left off, our party of adventurers ended up being split in the dark while being pursued by uh, a number of the town militia, having just fled their custody. Uh, Beatrice and Impa crept into the shadows and waited for things to call off while the rest of the party quickly followed behind Jorgen, disguised as Russell, the barkeep of the Trip and Shuffle, headed towards the, the, sea, uh, the house of Sigrid Snowshadow, which is a burnt-out old decrepit building. Upon arrival there, they immediately realized that perhaps this house was not going to be the space of refuge they once thought. The night's rest was not easily found, with Tolbin and Jorgen both suffering nightmares from their past or their future, or maybe not anything at all yet to be confirmed. And then, upon investigating the house, this mysterious red substance was found in multiple places, on the walls, on the floor, everywhere. And I think that Greykov came in too close contact to that material at some point, uh, but has kept some for himself. In attempts to get out of this place, having not found the rest they were looking for, they came across what they thought was some loot laying around, but turned out to be a mimic because somebody decided to check for traps. Just kidding, it was always a mimic. <laughs> And finally, upon trying to exit that house, the house wasn't so eager to see them go and pierced both Jorgen and Tolbin with nightmares once more, waking nightmares and causing them to fall into a state of paralysis. Now, let's just bring up that map. So... Before we get back to this, actually, before we get back to this map, 
Impa, can you share with us mm, what yeah. Beatrice and Impa have been up to while this has been going down? Oh, not much. We um, were running and we got separated and ran into um, that nice dwarf fellow, uh, Leaf Iron Side, Iron Heart, Iron something Iron, uh, Iron Heart. Um, and he offered us a place to lay low for the nights. Um, we got a little bit of uh, information from him um, regarding the speaker. Um, turns out, well, I'll tell to the rest of the crew when I see them, but um, he's not the nicest of people, but I'm pretty sure we already figured that out. Um, we had a long rest, I'm hoping, DM. Yes, you have had a long rest. Oh, thank, thanks, Saloon. Um, and um, as we went to sleep, Impa gave the bed to Beatrice, and Impa slept on the floor um, and woke up early and was hoping to go and, um, and scout where the speaker is at before returning or trying to find the rest of the party. Okay, so presently it is approaching 11.30 p.m. The sky is brighter than it is during the day with the aura, not the aura, now spanning the sky. You stand at the threshold of Leaf Ironheart's house. Um, give me a perception check. Perception. Um, do, do, do. That's a five. You scan up and down the street and it all seems quiet and still. You know that based on your conversations with Leaf that to your right, which is west in map terms, is where your friends are and to the northeast is where you came from where would you like to go um i will begin making my way making my way um to the um northeast um as far as i can get before they see anybody as soon as i see someone i'll probably turn around and go back to the rest of the party but i want to scope out the area a little bit and see what our chaos has wrought. Okay. So you head back sort of towards the way you came from, right? That's what you told me. And you get close enough to see the space where you and Beatrice were hiding before. Uh, one second. Well, everything seems fine here. I <laughs> <guess>. <laughs> um, you see off in that space, in the darkness, under shadow, you see some, some figures moving, sort of looking around, so it seems, that area. Right now, you're there about 40 or 50 feet away from you. So you can just see movement. Movement that you haven't seen throughout the rest of the streets because of the 
the time of night. Is it um, outside the house that we were being led to, or is it... Uh... You're not quite outside the house you were being led to. You're currently looking at the space where you and Beatrice were hiding before, which is about 60 to 80 feet from that front door. But that front door that you were being led to is the, around another corner. Hmm. Okay. Um... Um, okay, I will, um, see if I just, do I do something stupid? Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I want to go further, but I'm also worried about my friends because they, well, we're not in the best of shape, especially Zane. He kept getting captured and I'm a bit worried about him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I will head back to the haunted house to try to catch up with them. <coughs> okay. Where are you? What's your passive perception? Do, do, do. 15. Okay, you round the corner back towards the direction you came from and head left now to down the street towards the um, Seaweed Snow Shatter's burnt out house. You see off in the distance two guards that are presently heading away from you down the street. And as they approach what looks like that burnt out house down the street, they give it a very wide berth. It's like they're walking around the, the other side of the streets to get past it before moving on. Okay. Following... You follow in... heading towards that house still? Um, yes, I'll slow my pace until the guards are out of sight and... they don't want to also be in sight, so... yeah, I'll continue heading. Alright, give me a stealth check, with advantage given the night. Okay, well I usually have disadvantage, so it's a straight roll. Oh boy. That's another five. <laughs> okay. You think you're stealthed. <laughs> you don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> Walking down the street and sort of sticking as close to the shadows as you can, which is easily enough done. Just getting towards the front of this house while these two other guards sort of approaching a far corner. It's then that you 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 trip on a rock hidden in the snow and fall and stumble a fraction before riding yourself. Did they see me? I haven't seen you. They're just a little bit too far away right now to have uh, registered that on their radar. That's good. It's always the worst. Like, you feel more embarrassed when you trip over when people see you do it. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> um, head to the house. Okay. You approach the front door? Yeah. Okay. Give me a con save, please. Do I have advantage because I yeeted the door? 
No, you do not. Oh, that's a nine. That's a five. It's true. So as you pass into that front door, you step in and you, your, your mind is immediately filled with, with, it almost sounds like laughter for a moment. Laughter and then the laughter of children, children you recognize. Then the laughter subsides, stops for a moment before silence. And then this blood-curdling, shrill screams of two voices from either side of your ear just echoes in your head as though these children that you know, you that you know well, are being tortured. You can almost, almost see the pain they're feeling. You are paralyzed. With Draco is going to have a very fun time carrying everyone through the streets. So. Yeah, I was like, oh, thank God you're here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put you on the map. Uh, we'll go there. You get to the front door and you get yourself paralyzed. I can't see anything. Mm, you don't have dark vision? No. no. Then you can't see shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> Unless you say you lit a torch as you're entering, but I don't know whether you would do that, even you're trying to be stealthy. That is your call. No, I would have... Um... Well, no, I assume there's no moon or anything. Is, does the aurora give off uh, any light? It does give off a little light, light, but it's still okay. dark. Like, it, the daytime okay. here is dim light, so nighttime is pretty darn dark. Well, shit. Okay. Um, no, I just stand in the doorway, an imposing paralyzed figure. Okay. Um, uh, Jorgen, if your camera has died again. If you are there, can you give me a con save, please? The con save? Yes. Yeah. And I will roll for Tolvin. That is a solid seven. <laughs> Everyone's like the scream by No, ability checks are disadvantage. No, ability checks are at disadvantage. Saving throws are not. So, Tolbin saves. Because it could be worse at the seven. Owen saves, but you, my friend, as the screams still echo in your head. Uh, I just cry to myself. Suffer seven points of psychic damage. As you fall to your knees, clutching your head. These screams, these screams of this, this, this young girl echoing around. Greykov, Zane, what would you like to do? Um, I don't know what's happening. Should we leave? So we've walked <laughs> out. Have we left the through the, uh, I think it was a back door or a window or something or a hole? So you found like a, a, a blast, like a fallen down, a bit of debris, big gap in this back wall. You've managed to get out okay. 
Um, Tolbin got stuck for a second, but sort of pushed himself through it. Uh, Jorgen is still, as you turn back, he's just on his knees, holding his head in silence. And Zane is following behind, kind of wondering, what's going on? Why is everyone stopping? We should get the hell out of here. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get the hell out of here. Can I just pick him up and sort of start dragging him towards the door? And at the same time, like, wake up, get out of it, snap out of it. Not obviously too loud. Yeah, you can give me a, um, a strength check to drag him out. Okay. You're dragging Jorgen. Yeah, because that's right. Tolbin's yeah, yeah. awake now. Um, I will look around to see if I can see any guards or people okay. looking uh, in this area. Okay. Um, oh, hang on. Uh, oh, 21. I was going to say, oh, Tolbin will come and help you do that. 21. That's it. That needs to be a disadvantage. Oh, disadvantage. Okay, I just did straight roll. But no, no, that's okay. Listen, because um, Tobin was helping you, so it was a straight roll. Okay, fine. I'll, Happy I'll, days. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> Happy days. <laughs> um, yes, Greykov, give me a perception check. Perception is normal. It is 18. 18 with your 18, looking left and right, up the right hand alley, so coming out looking right off in the distance, even though you're looking through these narrow alleyways, you see just in the distance two guards sort of walk past this open alleyway and carrying on. Well, the, the coast looks clear for now, guys. Can we be quiet or should we stay where we are? I think we should be quiet and leave this place. I'm not a fan of staying around here. Okay. But, I mean, it, it does keep the guards away. For good reason. I guess we should try to get uh, get everybody on their feet. Yeah, um, I'm hurting. As you just get yourselves... We only just long rested, but <laughs> this is a Brutal, brutal game that you run, Jez. You guys went to this place knowing full well it was not going to be friendly. <laughs> um, Death lurks just around every corner. Impa, give me a, another con save, please. Here it comes. That's a big fat 20. Not a dirty 20. You manage to, to focus your mind, and as you do, these, these screams sort of begin to silent themselves out and disappear as you brief yourself from this paralysis. And you're standing and now fully aware in this very dark space. I just say to the house, listen, I'm sorry I took your door, but you fuck with me again and I'll make sure I wipe you from the face of this planet. All right. Hey, guys. People, friends, are you here? Do we actually hear anything? <laughs> I don't think we would for this far. Probably not. Tolbin might. He's got a very, very good um, passive perception. Okay. Should so, I like to fire his red powder? He, no, he feels, <laughs> he, he feels <laughs> disturbance in the force. Yeah. So Tolbin... Having just pulled out uh, Jorgen, sort of stops for a second. It's like, hold on, hold on. Uh, 
Do you guys hear Impa in there? I'm pretty sure Tolbin's voice is much lower than that. We'll Hold on. Do you guys hear Impa in there? <laughs> <laughs> this is the bartender. He's behind us. <laughs> <laughs> I think I heard something. Um, I'm, I, I'm happy to go check it out. Are you, you're crazy. We just got out of that hellhole. Well, I mean, someone's in that hellhole, right? Always hearing stuff again. Uh, Tolbin sticks his head forward and sort of whispers, Yumpa, you in there? Whispers enough just to be heard, but not enough to be audible outside of that space. Stage whisper. Stage whisper, exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm here. Yeah, where, where are you guys? Where? I start heading towards where the sound's coming from. We're at the back. And because I can't see, I trip over the uh, dead mimic. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Ow, what the fuck was that? <laughs> uh, As you round this last corner, Empire, you do see them. You see this crack in, like this gap, gap in the wall, and you see the four of them standing there, kind of looking back into this hole, trying to find you or spy you. Jorgen looks like he's catatonic right now, but upright. <laughs> catatonic. I get it. it <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what right. you did there. <laughs> well, you know, we should yes, probably sorry. carry him out. We should probably carry yeah. him away uh, now that we have more people. Yeah, okay. Um, let's get the fuck out of here. Um, good to see you. I'm happy you're all okay. And I'll grab Jorgen by the scruff of the neck. So here's the thing. Uh, as you go to step outside of this house, make another con save, please. No. Who? We had a much nicer sleep than this place. Is that all of us or just him? Uh, you guys all rolled before last session to get out. Uh, 18. You managed to get out all right. Jorgen, give me another con save, please. I mean, I'm ca carrying Jorgen. Scruff the neck. He's doing like that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm paralyzed. No. <laughs> Just a bit better. Plus 10 to the previous roll. So 17. There you go. So just as you're about to get lifted up on Impa's back, you sort of come to and sort of rouse out of this drowsiness and, and realize what the situation is as uh, you are now no longer paralyzed. Oh, great. Um, no, I'm happy that you're okay. Um, I'll um, scoop them all in a big hug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll carry the carry. kitty. I'll do, I'll try, try for like the baby hold, but then he wiggles in my arms and I'm like, okay, okay. And then I like, just put it over the shoulder so you can see what's going on around him. <laughs> no, you've got, a, you've got a bodyguard carry me. <laughs> and, uh... Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I've got somewhere safe. Um, Beatrice is still is still asleep there, but we can go there, lay low, and come up with a plan. I think there's more we could do here instead of just leaving. But follow me, and I'll start making my way towards uh, Leaf's house. Okay, so you the head down. Involved not getting hurt anymore. <laughs> 
You head down in this direction. Okay. Back towards the front of that house. Quietly. Quietly. Is, <laughs> is Beatrice okay, Impa? Oh, no, she was asleep. She... I don't know what type of dream she was having, but she was drooling a little bit out of the side of her mouth. <laughs> good. Okay. <laughs> Not the drool, but the good she is alive. If you're all making your way back there, I'll get you to make a still check all around for me, please. Don't forget, those who have exhaustion are at disadvantage. I'm already at disadvantage with what happens to that. Do I still have advantage because of the night, so it's normal, or am I back down to disadvantage? Good point. Didn't say that before. I rolled 11. Straight rolls all around. Straight rolls all rounds. I'm disadvantaged because my armor, though. That's true. So what's, am I. What's this one for? Sorry. Stealth. Stealth. Group stealth check. And blew a natural uh, 20 on the disadvantage. Damn. I still got a 19. <laughs> so got a 19. The rogue got a 10. Man, I, just I got a 3. Rogue. <laughs> okay. You got a 3. He's still carrying your... <laughs> Shh. You're yeah. going <laughs> in your arms, but you're... Uh, yeah. Missing. Totally. yeah, you need your core strings like you readjusted yourself, but you went... <laughs> To like move yourself, it's like motherfuck. Turn your nails. Basically, you're wearing you're wearing Jorgen as a cloak right now, like a, it's a winter favorite, jacket. My cloak. <laughs> it's it's clumsy, but it's it's dark enough, and the uh, the guards are far enough away at the moment that you manage to make your way back towards um, the house of Leaf Ironheart without being seen. As you enter inside, um, Leaf is like, "Oh my gosh, Impa! Uh, who? You, you found them? Are, are they okay? Is is everybody okay?" Uh, A little tired. I'll, I'll be right. Okay, but Jorgen, I think if you got some warm milk in a bowl, maybe he might perk him up a little bit. Uh, oh, oh, I, I got I, attacked I... by luggage. You what? Uh, <laughs> there must be a. He said something about luggage, so i got no idea. <laughs> uh, I'll see what I can find, but... Um, uh, all right, all right, I'll, I'll see what I find. And he goes off and finds um, some some nice warm drinks, like some warm teas and some maybe a whiskey here and there if it wants that, and then a nice warm milk for the tobacco. Nice. Greater healing potion. <laughs> Not quite. Um, do you need some healing? At healing least a, a band-aid? <laughs> I will... I'll take a I will um, use my uh, channel divinity. I'll say a, I'll hold out my holy symbol of saloon, um, and I will press it against the cat's forehead, um, and I will restore ten hit points to him. Oh, Hopefully, um, that helps that a little bit. A lot better. Yes. Well, it I can't do that again much. today, so. Hopefully we don't have to worry about too much. I mean, next short rest, I can get it back, but... Just out well, of interest, does it lift any um, other conditions? 
Um, no, no, you'll still be circumcised. Um, it doesn't do much else other than the healing. It doesn't. It doesn't lift the exhaustion. Okay, cool. But thank you. <coughs> Slaves only cure for that one. Mr. Tolbin, do you have any more of your berries that are good? Uh, I do. I have a few berries, and uh, I, you know, if, if anyone really needs it, I can. I can make it a little bit better with a spell or two as well. Well, I wouldn't uh, say no to a berry if you have him. Absolutely, and I hand over two berries. Oh, I only need one. <laughs> Thank you. What do the berries do? Berries are one HP and a full day's worth of rations. If you have like three berries, do you just explode? Okay, what? <laughs> I mean, I've had first berries, but They're what about only... second berries? <laughs> <laughs> They're only thin. I will take a berry as a as a slight top up. I uh, just take a berry from Grey Coven, pass it to the kitty. I mean, you have an opportunity to have a short rest here as well. Um, you look around, this house is, it's still fairly dark, but there's a low fire burning. Um, and, you know, there's comfortable looking old couches around. It's, it's well-worn, but comfortable looking cottage. I will take this opportunity for the short rest, definitely. But during that, I will um, explain to the rest of the party what um, Leaf has told myself and Beatrice about the um, speaker, the uh, everything that the DM sent to me via the AI bot. <laughs> um, no, um, um, speaker, Maxil, dickhead. Um, he, uh, um, he uh, when he came to town, there was um, the people he came with. There was rumors that he was uh, involved with the. Um, do you people know what these entirem is? Don't think I've heard of them. No. You could break off, and I'm like, you don't know this entire. Zitarum? Well, the black black network. Um, they're essentially the um. Like all up and down the Sword Coast, from Waterdeep to Baldur's Gates, and not so much. Uh, they are the um, criminal network. Um, uh, I probably would know that then. <laughs> <laughs> Should I roll a history DM? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Let's do that. Um, advantage because of my background, or just like not? <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. Advantage because of your background. Okay, I have fourteen. I rolled a 15. <laughs> it, it rings a few bells. You've heard the, the name or the phrase a few places, a few places that were a bit shadier in towns you've been. But, um, yes, um, so they, um, when he arrived, he, uh, you know, would always turn up with some thuggish looking people, but always in like a, a nice way. Helping people and doing things until the old speaker passed away, and then um, when he was elected, he started about doing, um, you know, overcharging for things like the local official people, um, like an oversight fee and things like that. And then more of his 
people started to arrive in town like um heavy hands and um um what's a butt um <laughs> what's pops. a butt ah shit. pops yes um they are part of this network as well um and started to essentially extort the town well that sounds on brand for pops and heavy hands yes but it makes me wonder i don't i don't think we should leave town before dealing with them because we can't leave the people here under this and not to mention the fact that he knows about bremen and if he's, we leave he could set his sights on bremen and that that, that town could be in danger as well Leaf steps in. You don't have to do that. It's it's perfectly. We, we will, we will deal with things the way we always have. We we take it out on each other in the fight pit. It's how we survive. <laughs> I appreciate your offer, but do not feel like you're obligated to do that. You've only been here for what a day or two. Yeah, you don't owe us anything. Wrapping a day or two to know we need to sort some things out. You've you've you've, I mean, you've sparked some passion in the in the town, perhaps yes. But you don't need to bring down the empire. Like if you if you take this man down, what's to stop him being replaced with someone bigger and stronger? Well, if there was someone bigger and stronger, they would have already filled that gap, right? They would have already done this. But who exactly wants to be in Targos in this shithole? Well, why not a local, someone who actually knows and understands the problems that you're facing? No, someone that's not like what I mean. I, I, I mean, like, well, if if you take out this 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 speaker, this 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 um, not from being in control here with the Zentarum, what's to stop the Zentarum finding out and getting more pissed off and sending someone to put back the things that? You guys corrected. You know, make our lives worse, basically. So you would take the devil you know of the devil you don't? I, I, at this stage, I think yes. You would rather live on your knees? Uh, that in... feels like a loaded phrase. <laughs> That's no, what he said. not a sex <laughs> thing. It's... It's... Oh, you people think... are perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, uh, I just want to keep things quiet. I can do what I can, but only if it's quiet. If you guys need to get out of here, I can do that quietly. We need. But see, it is a problem for people from Bremen because there is now a a a free space of you know who the speaker is going to be and we don't want this guy to take over there and then that would be a problem for them uh, if, if if Bremen is without a speaker now then then I recommend that they put someone of authority in there as, as quickly as possible someone who can stand up to this man but uh, well, the, the paint the picture you paint is saying that there is nobody who would stand up to this man. Uh, somebody who's in a position of being speaker can have that kind of dialogue at that level and have some support from the other town speakers. But if we try and take down everything happening in Targos, you're going to create 
chaos. And it will not end well for us. Hmm. It sounds like chaos has been chasing us this entire time we've been here, though. Things have certainly escalated since you arrived, yes? Nah. Things could be worse. That's true. I mean... That is not a compliment. Sorry, I thought it was. Yes. No. no. Um, we, we can't leave this man in charge. The danger he poses is too great if we take out him and all of his flunkies. Or if we try to replace him with instead. Someone. Like, naturally. Why try to dethrone him? Why not let the town come to like a decision to boot him out? That way I it's mean, not seeming like have... we're not just taking the head off the snake and it's going to get replaced by like another. I, I more of a discreet groundswell approach. Let's do it quietly. Build momentum. I think if we do it too. Whisper campaign. Yes. Yeah, but Zane has a disadvantage on sneakiness because he's got an armor. So. <laughs> I don't know that we can do a quiet version. I mean, if we go tonight and like they won't be expecting it, we take them out and then install new leadership in the town. And I mean, we, we are traveling at the moment between the towns. We could take the word to the next town speaker. And let what them gives know, him so power? Who gives him power in the town? Does he have flunkies or people that follow him around? Yeah, he does. You've, you've, you've already well, seen maybe, some maybe if we take those out, he's going to lose his influence in the town. Look, all I'm saying is that we put one set of people in a house and burnt that house down, and that seemed to work out all right. Well, why don't we just do that with the next set? Yeah. I mean, what if, you know, what if it was more public? Like a mm -hmm. uh, an assassination attempt that wasn't actually tied to us. Or we he's tie got him a public to... address coming up, but he stands next to a thing of gunpowder. Hang on, um, Greycock, did you find anything when you were in when you were searching earlier? Oh, um, this is a good question. Let me look at my brain. If we arrest him instead of taking him out, your... then that's legitimacy, and he's been taken down lawfully. Greg, I'm um, kind of concerned your brain is on the shelf behind you. <laughs> Worry. Mister, were you able to interpret anything from the things that you found? I might not have written it down. I thought it would have. You found in that place um, basically a ledger or a journal. Um, mm -hmm. And this the the bracelet of small porcelain ducks ah that's it i did write ducks down somewhere <laughs> uh what a correct is finally correct <laughs> nah sorry I, I just have this ledger this book i Probably gave it to Beatrice though, because I can't read too good. Oh, if, uh, uh, you know, when it's, we're not like in life and death situations, if you want, I can help teach you. I've been teaching my children. Um, <laughs> but, um, 
Uh, does someone want to go wake Beatrice? And maybe we can get the ledger. Or no, and I don't want to go through her stuff without her being conscious. I could have a look. Leaf looks over and is like, I'll give it a go. I mean, we'll have a look. I mean, there might be something in the legend that we can use to uh, bring him to justice, like to the legal routes. I mean, saying that, I'm not opposed to the whole burning the whole place down. Not the whole of town, not just him where he is. Uh, I will go in uh, into wherever she's sleeping and see if I can find her bag and I think I know where she put it. Okay. Doesn't take you too much effort to, to get in there quietly enough and retrieve the small journal that you pulled out from uh, the Laskan Arms before it went up in flames. And you bring it back and show it to the rest of the group. So I There you go. Okay. So, are you looking at that journal now? Who's looking at it? Impa. I think we're all, all looking around so, the table. <laughs> inside that that book is essentially a list of different transactions, fees taken, and from who. It's a financial ledger. Is there any, any names? Sorry, say again? Any interesting names in the ledger? Um... No, you do see the different a few different towns listed. Like you see a few entries coming from Lonelywood. Okay. You see that's the majority of entries outside of Targos would be from Lonelywood. These seem like legitimate business, like bank like account keeping, or is this more like there's no names, it's just numbers. There's like, do we get the sense that, of a bit of hinkiness going on? I mean, give me an intelligence check or investigation check. Sorry, investigation check. Or an insight check. Sure. Mother bitch, I have a plus five and I still rolled a fucking three. Uh, it's a lot of numbers. It's a lot of numbers. It's a lot of names that mean nothing to you, even though you've been in this area for 10 years, uh, all your life. Um, but the transactions, at least at face value, seem legitimate. I'm not very good at the maths. I'm better at the written work, not the numbers. Um... Anyone is welcome to give me a perception or investigation check as well. Did you say perceptive investigation? <laughs> perception or investigation. Okay, okay. But now we'll be saying investigation. I wasn't sure if there was something like prejudice station that I wasn't <laughs> aware of in, uh, in the attributes. Oh, that was a crap roll if I ever did see one. Flat. Nice 10 for. Tolvin with his plus a trillion perception. <laughs> hey, it's nice that I just remember they have guidance. So, next person does a check, they get guidance. Cool. Okay, yeah, cool. It still looks like a book. 
Should we wake up Beatrice? She's pretty smart. Um, great cop, you travel to her with her the longest. What is she like when you first wake her up? Is she very aggressive? Oh, very. <laughs> Can I... Tobin's like, just wants to double check. Is there anything in there that, um... Like, is there any... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, druidic secret language stuff that's written or scribbled in the... In the diary, is there anything out of the ordinary? Any like notes in the, yeah, notes in like the margin or anything like that? I'll let you now that you've specified what you're looking for. Make an investigation check instead. Remember, you're at disadvantage. So from oh, so at disadvantage. All right, investigation. Disadvantage plus four from a d four plus a d four. Oh, that's a fat one. <laughs> Jesus. We're back on oh, this wow. game again. Just looks like... We're back on this game Lots again. of numbers. Nothing... Two more to go. Yeah, can't tell what's there. It just looks like numbers to you. Mm. I mean, Leaf, could, could you make head or tail with this? Oh, the less I know, the better, I think. It's... I don't want to be implicated in anything if if things go sideways. But uh, um, are you already implicated having us here? No, no. You, I can kick you out if you like. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm okay. I'm good. <sighs> All right. Well, you know what? Maybe we have to do this the Nessie way. Um. Did we? Did you guys find anything of use in the um, spooky house? Ooh, if you're really careful, that uh, red powder is uh, pretty, pretty dangerous. What, do you, what does it do? It explodes. Hmm. <laughs> or burns very, very readily. Anyway. What it also makes is... screaming in your head. We found mm. the healing potion. That well, is also useful. Potion. I mean, what if we could do one of two things, gather some red powder and lob it to Brain Stain and hopefully he burns alive? Or we create a distraction and when all the guards go there, we go the other way to where he is and then we discreetly take him out I mean the last thing they would expect is another attack the same day as they tried to take us what if what if what if what if we basically did a letter drop filled with red powder equivalent <laughs> of a dickhead glitter bomb Slash. is anyone is anyone what, is watching what's the from poison like... dust anthrax i don't know why i'm on an assassination pill here but basically uh, can we <laughs> scrape a bit of red powder into an envelope 
take him out that way. And if the psychic doesn't get him, then a little spark might. So uh, maybe, maybe I could help with this. Uh, you've seen me turn into the wolf, right? Well, I can I can pretty much turn into anything that doesn't fly. I could turn into a small spider or some sort of insect and crawl up and uh, deliver a package of red dust directly into his ear or his nose or something. Can you turn into a duck that doesn't fly? <laughs> I, I mean, the amount of talk around a duck fighting a small man is a bit concerning without flight. I kind of want to see it. I don't know why it's in my head as well. Yeah. Uh, but if you, want to, if you want to do a Red Thrax drop on this guy, then <laughs> maybe we do it as a, some sort of critical directly into an organ orifice. And uh, The problem is you can't touch it. So it needs a delivery mechanism. Yeah, that's fine. Put it in a small bag and attach it to me. What if we put it into his drink? What if we turn into something, put it into his drink? Yeah, I could do that. Well, I don't know if it will actually blow up if it isn't, like, a satellite. You, you, it might not... Uh, you'd have to do some tests, but... I mean, if, if impact was enough to do it, then you could just put it on a bow or something like that. On an arrow. But it might need a spark. Well, what if? Wait, um, I can I can sort out the spark piece. Oh, yeah, true. You can, that, you, you, you can just make flame, can't you? I can control flames and produce flames. And do you have to be flames. close? Uh, some of them. What if? What we happens if you were to like on have a, rag. a small? Oh. Yeah. Put some on a rag tie it onto an arrowhead, and then it is shot by Greykov, you'll produce the flame when it strikes onto where he is, and then big boom, uh, we all party, and everything's good. What are we overthinking? Good work. I, I Don't get me wrong, I'm all for doing, uh, doing the, the murder and slitting throats, but... This person, so he's a speaker. Is he? What risk does he present to if he is kept in office? He is just going to be corrupt and dangerous to other people in the in ten towns. I mean, I'm sure the people of at least this town will prefer not to have you know an oppressive boot on their throat, as it were. Just, uh, I mean, with the, the Frost Maiden doing her thing and, and, and this guy doing his thing, it's just uh, not a particularly pleasant place to live. It's just. But we live. If he was born, it would make it better, yes? Well. It's and difficult to say. I mean, uh, who knows if if some other idiot steps in his shoes and well, and makes it worse? Or well, let's let's organize, you know, someone else to step into those shoes pretty quickly. Then, who do you think well, would be a good local to do that? 
if not yourself. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not one for the spotlight. Like I said, I just like low profile. Keep, keep it simple. Just like to keep Especially quiet. questions get asked when there's an assassination of a political figure and then they always ask whoever fills the power void. Like I said, you, you take this guy out. Someone from the Zentarum is is going to come and ask questions. Well, you just don't let anyone new into town. You trade do your trading outside of the town. You're not listening, you're not... ma'am. You like you you you, you know uh, the weight this, these people carry, the 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 people that they uh, engage with, the people they do business with. We look at us. We're small fishermen. We can't compete with that. What if we gave you a uh, a monster that would help you? I've never heard of monsters helping people. Yeah, well, it's because most people try and kill a monster. We saved one and he could potentially come and give you a hand. Uh, it's just all risk, risk, risk. Maybe uh, this is not our fight. Well, you know, when someone tries to kill me, it becomes my fight. Even if we don't save the town, I'm I'm pretty keen on killing this jerk. I mean, I so we blow up uh, town, solves both problems? Not no town, just the one person at least. Just the one person at least. I mean, you could always, um, you know, rehire the guards that are currently working for this person to be your new town's militia. I'm pretty sure then you have enough security. I don't want to leave this town worse than we found it. It could be better with this man gone. Your lives could be better for the entire town and for the future of the town and the children and... This man needs to go. I, I, I don't disagree. I just... Uh, I'm, I'm more thinking... A very subtle approach, maybe one a little less spectacular. So assassination, just to take him out. I do. I look. Uh, none of it sits right with me right now. I, I, I'm just. It, it's been a very long day. It's been a very long night, and I just. I don't meddle in his affairs. This is already much bigger than I can ever imagine. Well, is there anyone else we can talk to within, ta within the town? People who are not uh, happy with what, what is going on currently. I mean, is anyone? Hmm? Oh, it's a good question. Is this there could be a certain disenfranchised bunch of people who don't need much convincing? I mean, the fishermen who have to pay the extra overheads to the speaker. I think that you'll find. People with some conviction to try and write the course of this town, probably back in the trip. I mean, Russell knows pretty much everyone in town. And before this Max Sildenar turned up, that was where everybody went. That was where town business was discussed. 
If it sounds like a positive lead to me. Where is Russell currently? Is he back at the Titan Shuffle? Uh, no, it's closed. It's it's like half past one in the morning. Well, where is he? Where does he stay? Does he stay there? Uh, yeah, I think so. Upstairs. I mean, we already have the room. We could always go there and have a chat with Russell. You won't betray our trust when you leave. Nothing you we we've discussed will leave this room. Yes. Absolutely, it's it stays with me. And please don't mention that I I brought you in here. That I had and anything to do with with helping you. Mention who? And I give him a wink. <laughs> Did I do that right? Was that how you do the clandestine? Thing. No, it was good. It was it was good. Okay. Yeah. Thank, thank you. I was practicing the mirror earlier. Very good, Impa. Very good. Uh, Roll a performance check. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> do the wink. You just do that. Roll a one and stab yourself in the eye. <laughs> Are you guys leaving now? Like, what's the plan for now? What do we think? I think we all should rest. Some of us are pretty exhausted. We need to get rid of the exhaustion. Absolutely. It's 1.30 in the morning. I cannot offer a lot of space, but it's warm. Space There's would do. fire and... It's... It will do. It was very good. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. I'll see what blankets I can find. He comes back with like a couple of very thin old blankets. They've seen a better days. Comes oh, like with, the itchy ones. He comes back with four of them. That's all I've got. Sorry. I, I, it's okay. I've got some stuff in my pack, and I already had my spots. If we're going to rest some more, I mean, I I literally just got up. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, a can, long uh, rest. I can spoon someone. <laughs> I'll um, take up my position back next to the bed where Beatrice is sleeping. I see that her blanket has fallen down a bit and I pull it up and tuck her in a little bit and mm -hmm. I go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, as you all find your positions and, and, and sleep starts to come over you, um, Jorgen, you, you kind of just feel like you're falling. You, you you do get a full night's rest, but you keep waking up through the night just with this with this feeling of falling. And every time you do, it's like you're a little bit higher than you were before and falling, and then a little bit higher again and falling. And just before, just as the last time, just before you wake up in the morning, when you feel you're falling, you swear you can see a cage on the edge of a cliff. Tolvan, as you're finding sleep and so on, you, you feel like overly warm, like, like your just insides are just too hot. And as you find your sleep, um, you're, you're just plagued with visions of these flames again. And everywhere you look, another flame erupts. 
and another flame to your other side and a flame behind you as you turn around and as you turn back around just there is a wall of fire in front of you the flames rising turn from red and yellow to green leaves as they fly up in this burning wall of leaf fire But morning comes, you have a full night's rest. Let me just click it forward through to eight hours later. Leaf comes down to see you all kind of rousing. Did everybody sleep okay? Yeah. Yep. Yep, I'm awake. Okay. Thank you, Leaf. Uh, we really appreciate your hospitality. You're welcome. Um, I was thinking last night is I want to help you. Uh, I have something for you before you leave. And he heads back out for a few minutes upstairs and you hear him rummaging around in cupboards and things. And he comes back downstairs with this with this fairly well-polished short sword. He says, I have no use for this here. I think if one of you may find better use for it. And as you, as he holds it out, you see that on the sheath there's like these um, carvings of ancient sort of moon drawings in gold filigree. It kind of gives off this very faint Silver Shimmer. And he offers so it to think, anyone who wants to take it. You know, I know I'm not um, good with the sword. I'm better with my mace. Um, great Cove, perhaps? Uh, well, it... What is it, Leaf? Oh, this is... This is, is uh, what's called a moon-touched sword. And it will help lighten places when it's dark. Well, I have a short sword of my own, but does anyone else have use for it? I think, uh, look, as much as I'm not going to use a sword for a sword, Tolvin just kind of holds up his hand and lets the claws kind of come out a little bit. Uh, kind of suck at seeing in the dark it's one of the few things that i really don't do well at so uh you know if this thing's gonna light things up in the dark and make life a bit easier i'm more than happy to uh hold on to it you know you can always pick it up and it clangs to the ground when i'm running around as a wolf so you know there's that, <laughs> there's that. Oh, okay and he hands it over to you he says and this one i i, I had been saving it or you no know, just in case but i feel like you all might need it more than I do. And he pulls out this fairly large bottle of this sort of um, dark blue thick liquid in there. Which, as you look closer, it almost looks like it's got a swirling, constantly swirling motion in it of this very light, silvery, sparkly matter. What is that Th one? This one is... make you feel better in no time. This is an elixir of health. 
That's very kind of you. Well, I feel like you are here to do some really good things in, for Targos, and maybe burning a few things was the way to get that started. Maybe you've lit a fire in Targos. Figuratively. Figuratively. Uh, and, figure, yes. and literally, of course. No, we did not light the fire. That was not us. It did not happen. It was not us. <laughs> it was always burning, all right? That's all I'm saying. It was always burning. We didn't start the fire. It's the earth was burning. <laughs> Faerun, is... what is earth? Earth is dirt. Yeah. This is Faerun. <laughs> um, look, I'm... I'm not convinced that we're done with burning things down. Uh, I know you're worried about the power struggle, but I think we could deal with that when it comes to that. And uh, I think we deal with the problem in front of us instead of the what ifs and the maybes. I think there's more to this. Okay, look, you, you, you guys take care of whatever you need to. Just remember that if you need to get out of this town quietly, I can help you do that. All right. Just, uh, just so we're clear, is that like you can transport us, you can take us out a secret tunnel, or you can fly us out on like the back of a giant eagle, and we can take the ring to more. I mean, um... <laughs> I just, I, I know places. There are places in and out of these town walls, which is not the town gate. Excellent. Excellent. Good to know. And can you do this in a hurry? If we were to set fire to many things that were needing to be heat it up oh my gosh please give me a bit of warning before you do something like that the, the, the path needs to be clear warning. it could happen at any moment uh, okay we'll keep, I will... we'll keep civilians clear but we will send word to you and the yeah. word will be pineapple <laughs> yes it will seems peculiar but uh i guess no one else is gonna say pineapple to me so mm. okay i will start making sure that the way is clear and when I hear pineapple, I will look for you guys. Seems good. Who's going to say Remember. pineapple to me? Oh, you'll hear it. You'll right. hear it. Okay. And I know change can be scary, but it's not always a bad thing. Okay. Looking forward to seeing what change you can bring to Targos in a quiet way. Yeah. Oh my! <laughs> she, she just cracks her knuckles. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Okay, with that, we'll take a ten-minute break just there. Okay, and we'll come back and see how this second little part wraps us up. All right, stick around, folks. Don't forget, we have our we have our giveaway at the end of this session, so stick around for that, and we'll be back in ten minutes. Welcome back. Uh, unfortunately, for two players had to leave but that's okay we'll kick on with the stayers so we left off with um leaf having presented the group with a couple of treasures before heading off into the kitchen to prepare himself some breakfast the morning is yours what would you like to do so um are we going to go and see russell yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, are we outside or are we still inside Leaf's house? Um, right, I'd say right now you're still inside Leaf's house, but you're welcome to leave if you want. 
Yeah, I have something to speak with you about, but I'll do it when we don't have um, extra ears around. Sure. Uh, just before we go, Leaf, uh, I haven't really slept well since I got to this town. Is there there's something going on with this town that no one sleeps well here, or is it just me? Uh, well, your friend told me that you were going back to Sigurd's house. That's well, where you went? Yeah. That's... It was somewhere safe after craziness. It was, it was what it was. Safe? That place was... is the house of nightmares. Anyone who's ever tried to go near that place it cannot sleep properly for weeks. Well, if at all. No, I, I slept fine last night. Just not so much the night we were there, but I look around for a second like I I didn't I didn't sleep very well last night. No? My my uh... dreams were plagued with with horrors. I'm I'm sorry to hear that. I hope it wasn't because of the, my 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 house, my furnishings. No, no, no. It's very comfortable. It was. Uh, what What do you mean? People may never recover from this sort of thing. I need a decent night's sleep every now and then. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, I I think. Uh, I mean, this place is not a comfortable place to be in at the best of times, and now with a never-ending winter around, it's. Very unpleasant. And then you throw into the mix the uh, visiting the burnt out house of Sigrid? Ah. That that stuff is nightmare fuel. I, I, well, it's feeling I, I, nightmares so far. Uh, I wish I had something to give you to give you a restful night's sleep, but I do not. Did you did you say that the nightmares continue as, you know, like a just a phrase, or or is that for real? Ah, uh, I have never gone near that place myself, but Why? those who have tried, you hear you hear many things, and some things you hear, they say that they've had these nightmares in their heads for a unreasonable amount of time. Yes, weeks potentially. I don't know how much truth is in that, or whether that's just mm. what they say, but. That's that's what they say. Alright. I appreciate it. So, keyword is Actually, pineapple, yes? Yes. Right. You might hear it, you might see it, you might just see a giant pineapple appear in the sky, but if it's anything odd that is pineapple, assume that uh, all hell's about to break loose. Okay, okay. Um, the trip and shuffle should be fairly quiet this time of morning. Maybe a couple of people getting some early meal, but pretty quiet. Appreciate it. Thank you for everything, Leif. Um Let Beatrice know when she wakes that um, we'll be at the trip and shuffle. I will. She sleeps pretty well this one, yeah? Doesn't wait for anyone. No, it's it's strange because usually she only sleeps for about four hours, but this time I think she mm. today's really taken out of her. Catching up with her. Yeah, once every now and then she sleeps for a lifetime. Mm. <laughs> yeah, let's hope it's okay. good restful sleep. Ah, indeed. I will keep good care of her and uh, make sure she's well fed when she wakes up. Thank you. We appreciate it. Okay. Um, okay. We um we're gonna go now. This is getting awkward.
<laughs> Just be careful when you leave. Make sure you don't get seen by anyone, yeah? Of course. Of course. Okay. Best of luck. I'll be ready when you are. Um, and head out. Okay. Opening the door, there is a breeze, a cold wind that hits your face like a punch. And it has got a blistering ice chunks in it that just hit you in the face. There's dim, miserable light out there. You can't see very well in the street. Um, but looking up and down the street, give me a perception check. Your um, exhaustion is now gone, Tolman. Happy days. Yeah, so are we all making a perception check, or...? If you're all looking up and down the street, then yeah, you can give me a group perception. Uh... So I, um... Uh... Sorry, my machine just gone a bit slow for a moment. Yeah. Um... Having chatted about setting things on fire, I updated some spells overnight, so I might, if we need to roll any of the spells I've updated, I might roll them from um, D&D Beyond. Okay. Just heads up. Well, I rolled a 21. We're looking at your elf I see. <laughs> and not an elf, but like a Goliath I see. <laughs> you, you look up to the left of the street, and you see not too far away standing there on his own looking absolutely miserable one of the town guard just sort of shivering a bit to himself trying to keep like trying to pace around in circles to stay warm uh, and then to your right about 100 feet away uh, on the next corner you see another one all right so we've got guards to the left of us guards to the right here we are stuck in the middle um, yeah with each other um i mean there is like an alleyway directly across from us though isn't there or there is a street directly across from you it's like you're at the end of a t intersection and there's no guards that way no guards straight ahead from what you can tell all right all right so, um we should quickly um, move across to the streets. Um, I have something to tell you once we uh, oh. a little bit away. This uh, sounds juicy. Let's let's hurry up. Okay, um, head across, like nonchalantly, but like at a quick in pace to like uh -huh. just blend in with locals, sort of thing. Uh -huh. You get yourself across the street. There aren't too many locals walking around. Like, there are definitely more than there were last night. I'd say half a dozen. You see. Um, and your presence among them doesn't go unnoticed. People sort of think, oh, well, out of towners. It's funny. Don't see that too often. Um, but you get across the street. Um, you see a couple of kids playing in the snow and, and trying to make the most of the miserable world in, in front of them. They've kind of built this, um, like a snowman, but it's a dragon and pretty well made uh, for a couple of kids. And they turn and see you with a couple of snowballs in their hand and they just pause for a second before you know sort of they're sort of gawking at the three of you walking by this this massive goliath they don't see too often and the two of you who are sort of blending pretty well um, and they just stare at you as you walk by 
before turning and going back to creating their dragon. Alright, um, as we move past them, I give them a wink. Um, uh, listen, you two, um, remember that note about the Harper? Yeah. yeah um, what about it? Well, that's me that they're looking at. You're a Harper? Yes. You're an Impa? No, I am also, I am, I am both. Um, I'm more than one thing. Um, no, no, I, I, but I, I've known you and Boz for a long time. And, uh, Boz, Boz never mentioned anything about the Harpers. Well, that's because we were just in Bremen, keeping an eye on things, making sure things weren't, you know, going bad. Like the, they are things here. Were, things were horrible in Bremen. Well, no more than just, you know, a great deity having a tantrum. True, true. I mean, can't do much about that, but here there is something tangible that can we, we can do to okay. fix. Um, so how did they know you're a harper then? What gave it away? Oh, um, I may have, just as a sign of respect for Buzz, and I point to the pin that's on my chest, on my uh, right. uh, cloak. I think this was probably a bad idea. I thought it was a good idea at the time. I didn't expect to encounter much resistance out amongst you. I mean, we're the Ten Towns. We're not, you know, Waterdeep or Baldur's Gate or something like that. Nothing really happens up here except for, well, the Frost yeah. Maiden. Okay. And, uh, I mean, what, it's clearly they've noticed it, they've mentioned you in a, in a message. Um, well, yes, well, they're kind of the antith antithesis, I think is the word. It's um, definitely a word. Who, yeah, to uh, what the Harpers stand for, we stand for, you know, making things right and rooting out evil and corruption um to make things fair and equal amongst people Look, uh, and emperor i spent a lot of time in the forest is this like there's a lot of harpers there's a few harpers you can call in an airstrike what are we talking about here oh probably if you were more near uh maybe some of the bigger settlements of the ten towns maybe but or like if you're in like water deep or boulders gate or Pretty much anywhere that is here, a lot. This is more just, you know, it was more keeping an eye on things and letting them status updates and things like that. Right. I mean, I don't know a lot. You know, I mean, I've been in Bremen the last 10 years. Not much has changed really, except for the Frost Maiden. Correct. And it just seems, you know, when I met the person who initiated Boz and I, it, it just seems like, you know, we'll, we'll keep an eye out and help out if things go bad. Fair. I mean, uh, 
things are going bad though at the moment where we are is there anything you can do to pull people into this or uh... damn is there anything that I can do to pull people into this <laughs> um make a let me say that for a second you know where your contacts exist um do you know where they con where your contact is i think so yes yes yeah. i it, it, it impenos i don't remember impenos <laughs> <laughs> you know that your your contact you have i think is in east haven um yeah. and you feel like if you can get word to them then you would be able to get reinforcements in. But that's a couple of days. Yeah, it's go. a journey away, yeah. Can, can you guys hear me? We yep. can. Yep. Uh, awesome. Did you hear me before uh, asking? Uh, I think my mic was turning off, but Grekov was like, uh, just for those who don't know what a Harper is, mm. uh, what is that? Oh, yes. Well, we... Um kind of like the um super awesome cool secret spy society of uh Feyrun. we um root out corruption we uh, go around and we make things better than they were before we arrived and we keep an eye on things and make sure you know if things like what's happening here begin to happen in the smaller towns and stuff that's that is stopped so you are like police mm. unofficially because sometimes because police can be bought but the harper cannot because i think you have to tell me if you're a cop yeah i saw that in a movie once i think that's right yeah no um <laughs> that's actually um not part of uh, the law they don't have to otherwise undercover stuff would not work <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. At least in America, I don't know about too much about Australia, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, like we want to make essentially the mission statement, as it were, was <laughs> make the world a better place. The UN for me and for the entire like, well, various races. Is that the... For everyone, for oh. everyone, like, and not at the expense of others, like well, the Zentarum does. People, like your nemesis is. Well, like nemesis I. Society. Um, <laughs> well, like people who would fuck over other people to earn a buck, as it were. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's. Like you could go like travel around the towns and do what you can. Things like this, this is where true corruption, true rot seeps into your society. And if you nip it in the bud before it gets that bad, people can flourish. They can surprise you. I mean, look at Leaf. Last night he was all against us doing anything and then this morning he has hope now. Mm. That's very true. Very true. I don't know. Um, but yes, so I was the one that he was looking for. I'm obviously the tall one. I'm much taller than both of you. I'm, it's hard to hide myself. 
and it's kind of like as you prepare to say that we're about to say that that two of the town guard start to walk against your flow like towards you down the street let's take another corner here skirt yep. around okay we'll uh you take a turn to the right and uh, manage to find the flow of any other villages and, and townsfolk nearby and with Impa kind of hunching over a little bit, managed to stay just just well enough hidden. Cloaks up. <laughs> I'm going full Assassin's Creed, like blending in with the crowd, <laughs> pretending I'm praying. Like. With the little cat ears up on the thing. Yeah. <laughs> just, I get my headphones. I can't hear anything you're saying. <laughs> Do you think we're at risk of being identified the burning uh, <laughs> <laughs> music festival hat um, <laughs> yeah, will we be in danger of being spotted or identified or ratted out at uh, the trip and shuffle uh, there's a chance there's always a chance money money does a lot of things but if we get there we've uh, better, yes. than us. better than being on the street it's pretty early in the day as well, so I mean, one of us could stand guard at the door, and other person can go, and other two can go and talk to Russell quickly, just to let him know, maybe free drinks or something. Hmm. Hmm. I will. Uh, I think that looks like sounds like a good plan to have someone at least on the outside and perhaps I could um, like if it were me I could uh, fire an arrow at the window to alert you or uh, I don't know I don't have any spells could throw a rock at the roof I mean we could quickly go in ask Russell just to shut down for at least shut the door for a little bit people inside get free drinks so that way we're not split up, so we're not all over the place. So we could. Why don't we? What do we do when we get there? Right? We want to have a chat. Is that right? Yeah. Why don't we have just a chat. have a chat downstairs in the fight pit where no one else can get to? I like yeah. this. This is yeah. we're not in the main tavern. Not many people know it's there. And even if somebody comes in looking for us, and there's a ruckus, we can stay put till they go. If they come downstairs, we'll put the fight pit to use. <laughs> It was pretty good down there. Like it. Yeah. All right. Um, this is taking. This is a much longer walk. It's usually yeah, look, like look. A two minutes. You kind of uh, walking as you walked, <laughs> talking as you went down the street. But as you turn that corner, you see the trip and shuffle, um, just on the on the next corner, and uh, you make your way there. It's it's lit up a little bit. But it's not like it's a, it's a night like of an evening lit up. And uh, let me bring you guys there now. Okay. <clears throat> As you approach and open the door, uh, the tavern is quiet. There's no music playing. 
it's it's very close to empty and peeking around the corner you see five other guests there just sitting down pretty much by themselves apart from a couple they're just trying to find a meal and a quiet kind of bit of breakfast before starting their day the people are in the room so across from you Impa, is a dwarf woman that sits having her meal but as soon as that door opens she stops everything and looks up and just watches you for a moment and anyone else that enters I just lean over my I just talk over my shoulder. So who's who told me to stay by the door? Do you guys want to do the talking? Uh this is coming from the street and uh speak to Russell as quickly as possible, get downstairs. Yeah. Okay. Um cool. Alright, I'll make my way to the bar. Uh, who, who's, who's coming inside and who's staying outside? Um I think, I think we'll all go in, right? Yeah. Okay. I'll just, I'll stay out, but kind of look out a window, just keeping an eye sort of out towards the door. Okay. Out, like, out towards the sort of, the patio, just there's out there, the surrounds. Just in the beer garden. Yeah. <laughs> the doorstep. <laughs> um, Tolbin, as you kind of enter and make your way across the bar, this dwarf woman catches your eye as well. And you've seen this woman before. You recognize her from the last time you entered the trip and shuffle and made your way downstairs. She caught your eye then as she does now. Mm. She wants to bone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're heading over towards Russell? Yeah. Shit, just, what's Russell's accent? As we're heading over towards Russell, the love muscle, and you think of his accent, I just look over my shoulder and catch eyes with her and make it very clear that I've noticed her noticing us in a uh, in a way that looks like I might go and speak to her when I'm done what I'm doing. Okay. She sits back as you do that and sort of uses a leg to kick out one of the chairs nearby. As in like, here's a chair for you. Come sit. I give it a, I give it a in a minute nod. Okay. So I'm heading over to Russell. She definitely wants to bone. To <laughs> tap the the bone broth recipe. That's right. <laughs> if you carrots in that bad boy, everybody's happy. Nobody's unhappy if you stick a carrot in it. Oh. <laughs> Clip that. That's the episode, man. Uh, as you approach the bar, uh, the table nearby has two people just sort of quietly minding their own business. And at the bar itself, uh, two other people have kind of spaced apart people you've not seen before and who look like they want to really keep to themselves as well russell sees you arrive and just says oh it's too early for all this um what 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 can i get you uh, you need um, food do you need it's is it ale time already I and mean, he looks around for anyone who's drinking kind of beers but not yet uh we're actually looking for a private word if you wouldn't mind, and I'll oh. uh, slide a gold piece over to him. 
on the table. On the counter. He sees it, looks at it, quickly puts his hand over it before anyone else sees, sees what's going on. He says... Just a quiet word, Russell. Just, just, just a quiet word. Just, it's um, not, a, not a troubling word, I'm sure. Just a quiet word. Um, yes, of course. Sure. Okay. Uh, okay. Come, come this way. And he leads you into that seat, that um, uh, entryway to the downstairs area. And have I got another one ready? Um, and we murder him and take all his money. <laughs> no. Um, no. Here. And you find yourselves now able to see. Extra room. Um, and now I've got to find that mate. Uh, before I'm doing that, so, uh, what, what is it? What can I do you for? Well, what do you know of your speaker? I know he's barely new to the town. I know that a lot of the people around here well, we're quite impressed by him. Very charismatic chap. Don't you think? Easy to get on his side. Why? What have you heard? What would you do if I told you that he was um, part of the Zentarum? The, the, he sort of stutters for a second before saying... We don't speak that here. It's it's not going to end well if you speak such things here. You you say he's part of something bigger, something else. Something worse for the town. Worse for the town. Um, yeah, look, look. Even, just even if he is, there's like lots of things he's he's done well around here. He's he's looking after all the tradesfolk. He's making sure that whatever they've got to sell is being sold. No, no. The uh, let's be very clear that the Zinbaran don't do anything good. They only do things that are selfish. Anything that's happening here that you might consider good is selfish. You just haven't seen what the end of the end of it is. Make a persuasion check. Just roll out my like negative six to persuasion. Ooh, Ooh snap. That's huge. One. Can I, can I give him a little guidance? I'll take your guidance. Just a little cheeky slap on the bum. One day four. No, I put my hand on his shoulder. Okay. That's a that's a flat flat ten. Spell ten guidance. He leans right in and says, You guys were in here the other day. What's your sudden interest in... in Max Ildenar? Well... Why do you care who he is and what he does here? You're not even from him. He... It's a funny story, then. He tried to kill us. He tried to... did nothing to provoke him. 
he invited uh, us and uh when we arrived at, at the meeting he uh he jumped us tried to kill us it's There's his one... fault the fire yesterday it's him who is planning worse things for this town i mean you've let this snake into the town everyone has with these sweet honeyed words mm. and already he's taking the fishermen's uh, overheads as it were the extra cost of doing business as it were that's plain ex uh, ex exhort uh, um, that's the word thank you <laughs> Look, uh, for all the good things you're seeing happen, all the good things that you're uh, excited about, there is a sleazy underbelly. There is there is pain that will that will come for any good that you see now. Yeah, I, I I'm not immune to this uh, reach that the speaker has now. I mean. Why do you think this fight pit now exists? It's my way to recover the lost income from the tax that he now takes. Yeah. And how much does of the fight pit, uh, fight pits uh, purse does he take? Let's just say he owns all the strongest fighters here, so his winnings are constantly substantial. But what Don't you see? Doesn't us. Oh, I see it. I see it. I see it plainly. But what can we do? We're just small town of fishermen. Well, we were wondering if you knew of any people who were somewhat motivated to do something about it, but just needed a uh, a push. A push. Well, you see, whoever was involved in the fight pit the other night right you were down there every one of those people who competes in such events is under the thumb of maxil dinar everyone who is of strength is under the thumb of maxil dinar those of us who yeah. lack that strength those of us who are just there to do the dirty work there to get things done there to keep our town alive and running those of us, those are, those are, ah, we are the ones that suffer. Mm. Russell, the, there's a very big difference between somebody who is benefiting from the corruption and somebody who is corrupted. There might be a lot of strong people who will bend the knee to the speaker, but that doesn't mean that if the speaker's gone, they will stand up for him in his place. It just means that they're currently benefiting from his glory and, and his attachment. What we're asking is if the speaker wasn't around anymore, by whatever means that happened to be, who can we trust to stand up in that place? And actually protect the town and not exploit it. Are you coming here to see if I will back you on this? If, if you want me to be her. speaker? We're not looking for someone to back us. We're looking for someone to step up. You're asking me to look after the town? 
We're asking you to look after your people. If not you, you would know someone who would. We don't want to cause chaos by removing him. I, I would be happy to take on the role of speaker if it meant removing him from the well, role. He came in here Look, the, the worlds have ears, right? Let's, uh, let's be clear that the, uh, the process to remove anyone is, is not something we're really asking you to do. We're just saying that is the moment that that, that seat is free. You sit. Uh, 21. Um, I essentially, I want to get a read on this person to see if we do this, is he then going to turn around and make things worse than they currently are? Hmm. He, he seems really genuine in wanting to make sure that this place is better and that the people here are looked after. I mean, his, okay. his job is to make people feel better. Um, sorry, your question, Tolman? My question was a statement around he wouldn't have to um, mm. get rid of the speaker. That's not what we're asking him. We're just making sure that he's ready to sit in the seat the moment the seat's available. Look, it's going to take some time. I need to get... I need I need to find some people who can hey, help look, me in that. We, we, we had time. We'd be organizing an election, right? We'd put up posters. We'd canvas for the right candidate. We're asking you to move quickly. Well, look, I'll need to find some people who can stand by my side. Uh, what's the hurry? Why, why, why so quickly? Well, we just told you there was an assassination attempt on us yesterday. The speaker in Bremnen is dead, and we know for a fact that Hoxin when I was trying to get back there and, and send somebody back to organize you know, his group to take over right, that right, role right. as well. <sighs> this is not, this is bigger than just, you know, one town. This is all 10 towns are potentially infected with this blight. Right, and, right, right. Uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. I don't take kindly to, to people trying to burn me. I've had enough paid friends and family lost in a fire. It's going to take some convincing. I'm going to find, yeah, I need to find... Some of my regulars, I've got some people in mind who I think can yeah. be supportive of this. I think if you speak to Leaf, he might be amenable to this course of action. Leaf? Leaf hasn't got a strong arm on him to support me, if should any of these other goons try to... Oh no, take that's the what thing. we're here for. Where the, where the strong arms? You need the townsfolk. Get them oh. on your side. We can't take everyone down, but like I said, we'll start at the top. It's amazing how quickly when you kill the kill the leader, the rest fall. I'm in. If you can find a way to remove the speaker from the town, I will get the support, I'm sure, from the people here, from my customers. I will speak to them today in a very, very uh, subtle way, as best I can. Look, uh, this is good. You've made the right choice. Uh, 
it won't be easy. There'll be unrest. There will be chaos for a time. But that's what we're asking you to step into. By the time you uh, by the time you realize it's happening, it will already be done. Be prepared as soon as possible. Oh, uh, I will be. I will be. I mean, people start coming in here early afternoon, and I'll be speaking to them then. And we appreciate this and your discretion. I appreciate. Let's know... Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Oh. And if shit hits the fan, just know that um, the code word is pineapples. <laughs> pineapples. Did, did I use it for right, great golf? Was that the right time to tell them that? Well, I guess he, he'll need to know what to do when he hears pineapple. Oh, yes. What, what does he do then? Yes, what, what do I do? Well, there wasn't pineapple. We, if 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 we had to leave town, Leaf would like prepare a, a means to get out, and then there oh. was more if it went bad. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry, I got very confused. I thought pineapple was like the go word because sometimes it's the go word, sometimes it's the escape word. So well, this time it's the. Should we do avocado yeah, we maybe for attack? Yes, common avocado for attack. Let's uh, stick with that. Have what? What the? What's an avocado? What? What are these things it's, you're saying? Avocados like a. It's like um. It's got like a hard outer shell, but inside is like gooey goodness. You can put it on toast sometimes, but if you put it on toast too much, you kind of put a house. Um, <laughs> but if you, <laughs> so, it's like an egg. Waiting for it. <laughs> um kind of like an egg except the yolk is like a hard stone thing that um you can put on like pre 2000s mouses you can use it to like roll the mouse around <laughs> this is a fruit by the way oh a fruit we don't see too many fruits around here given the current climate but it's okay fruit, uh, though, but it's like in salads you don't put fruit in salad we don't make friends with salad that's for sure <laughs> whatever the case might be if i hear the word uh, abracado I will, That's I, will, I will be on high alert. And it, it will be a bit of a crisis. So, you know, that person who stands up in the crisis, the townspeople will be like, oh, somebody who can lead us out of this crisis. And then you could be, you know, gain trust and all that. It's good opportunity. Oh. You could be their hero, baby. You could take oh. away all their pain. <laughs> he seems sort of start to stand up straighter and straighter at these last words and like starting to feel like he really can fulfill this this is his destiny also do you know is there a way to expedite a letter to was it what was the town name that my contacts in even song east haven east haven all right east haven is there a way i can get a letter very quickly to east haven uh, leave it with me. I've got the messenger running by here shortly. Okay, I'll start writing a quick thing, just asking for assistance, if possible. Okay. Very soon, as soon as possible. Explain, kind of explain the situation, and very casually, I would love to meet you post haste in Targos for uh, something that requires 
our immediate attention sort of thing. Nothing saying like, hey, can you bring every single Harper that you know to to Targos to help us with this? No, sure. um, <laughs> okay, so you write your letter, whatever, you seal it well. Whatever the code words are for, we're, we're turning this place into a barbecue. <laughs> um, barbecue. Yeah. Pineapple. No, no, pineapples <laughs> for escaping. Pineapple barbecue <laughs> with cinnamon on top. But you put the cinnamon on <laughs> after you barbecued it because then it melts a little and like gets yeah. sugar. Anyway. Oh, nice. Um, let's call it Waterloo. We'll do Waterloo because it's for a avocado is attack. Waterloo is burn it all down. Historic. I like how it is opposite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Leave, leave that with me, uh, and I will make sure it gets to its destination. Well, as best Thank I can you. by passing it on to the messenger. Thank you. Um, okay. Um, so do we print flyers now or what do we <laughs> we uh we've got to go and plan a uh an execution we're doing what? a coup we're doing a heist i mean execution okay uh, well so that dwarfish lady seemed to really yeah. dig you for some reason yeah uh russell what's uh what's the go of the lady at the the table the dwarven lady i saw her last time we we're here at the fight night and this time she uh she gave me the stink eye. i can't tell if she uh wants to rip my clothes off me in a good way or a bad way he has a bit of a chuckle like <laughs> oh she's she's not been in this in Targos too long to be honest but you're right so her name probably won't give her the smiley smiley carrot might give her the sad carrot well you give it whatever kind of carrot you want my man yeah but her name's Hilm, Hilm Trollbane. And uh, yeah, she's been speaking to people occasionally and no one really knows exactly what she's interested in talking about. It seems very, you know, she's very particular about who she speaks to. So if you find out what she's up to. What was her name again? Hilm, Hilm, H-I-L-N. Solbane. Trollbane. No, sorry. H L I N. Hlin. Hlin. Trollbane. Was Tali anywhere in the ta- in the tavern? Oh, Tali's no, not, not in the she's, tavern. She's, she's, she's at the, the inn. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, one uh, more, Russell. Is that we are just? Uh, I think we are wanted. <laughs> perhaps. Oh, yeah. About that. Uh, if there is anything you can do to, like, ease that up a bit, that would be good. Ease that up? Um, what, do you want disguises, or do you want me to put a word out? Uh, just, uh, misinformation, or disinformation, or... Disinformation? Yeah, like, like, bum steers to those who were perhaps looking for us. Oh, like of course, when of someone course. when someone tells you, you know, that they're looking for us, you disinform them that hey, this aren't the people you're looking for. Oh, like fake news. Yeah, I got but it. You could also say something like they've gone back to Bremen or they went out looking for. You Not know, to Bremen. We moved on to Lonelywood. That's well, it. Could, they went that way. Like that's right. Look for, uh, for another person. We might be back nothing. to the fight club. Come wait for us then. 
Right. Just will, uh, be creative. Uh, yeah, of course. I will make sure that they are sent in every which direction. Which way or direction are you all heading so I don't accidentally send them that way? Just tell them all the directions and then you All directions. Tell them, uh, tell them to go to the lake and um, wait for the beast. Because the beast will talk to them and let them know. That sounds awfully peculiar and it might make me get some funny looks, but uh, if that's what you're asking for me, if that's what I've got to do, then that's what I've got to do. <laughs> all right, well, we better get out of here. It's going to look suspicious us all sitting in this tiny little room for so long. All right. I got to go chat to Huna. Yes, we should probably mess up our hair a bit when we leave. <laughs> well, like we had like an orgy back here or something. I don't like that. Because I'm the only female here. Mm. I mean, I could have just watched in the corner. So he had to see, lead, lead you all back out of that small room. <laughs> and uh, it just sort of directs you back across the other side of the room and like, yeah, she's over there. Mm. Subtle. Love it. <laughs> Tolbin, um, uh, back up, Tolbin. Really? Sorry? Do you want backup or? Uh, why don't you just uh, grab a seat nearby, keep an eye on the door. I'll just be a minute. All right. Tolman's just going to walk over. Pretty much pick up her eyes as soon as he starts walking towards her. And uh, when he gets there, he's just going to sit down quietly and... And... Uh... <clears throat> Did I see you here the other night? Fight Club night. Yeah, you did. You were. Good eye. You followed me round, or you just like to spend a lot of time at the pub? Nah, I'm not following you, but I've got my eye on you. I do spend a little bit of time here keeping my eye on things. Yeah, right. But I'm just passing through. What about you? You haven't seen you round here too long. I, uh, I'm just passing through as well. You've got things to do. But, uh, I turn around and look at the companions, checking out the city at the door. Like, uh... <clears throat> so why are you, uh, why are you checking me out? Why are your eyes on me? Why are my companions telling me that you're, you're following me across the room? Because you're from out of town. And I've been tracing, um, looking into a few murders across ten towns. Yeah, right. You some sort of detective? Well, hobbyists, you could say. You sound like one of those crazy kids who runs a bloody podcast. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I used to do a bit of mercenary work back in my day, but... Oh, yeah. Ah, age has crept up on me, apparently, and now I... I just kind of do it from afar, but... I keep an eye out for a sharp eye and a strong leg and a strong arm who might be able to do for me what I'm unable to do for myself and perhaps bring some of this justice, much needed justice, to light. Yeah, I, uh, I don't mind the justice angle, but uh, I wouldn't say that I'm the strongest one around. And I kind of look over towards Impa, you know, 
she's kind of massive and her arms are the size of my trunk so you know if you're after strength it wouldn't be me specifically but uh but it was your eye that caught mine yes goes both ways i guess it does indeed well let's say i'm not sure if you've heard but in the last few days there have been a few Murders in the area. Three such murders. Really? Yes. Um, from my investigation so far, I think I've detected or understand who the perpetrator is. I believe yeah. it to be a man by the name of Caltro. Sefek Caltro. He works for a small traveling merchant company called Torgs that's owned and operated by a, a fairly shady dwarf named Torga Icevane. In other words, Sephic gets around a fair bit in this caravan. Mm -hmm. From what I've seen, he's fairly charming and makes friends easily. He's also Torga's bodyguard. So I'm guessing he's fairly adept with the blade. The victims that I've detected come from only three towns. The only three towns that sacrifice people to the Frost Maiden. Mm. On those nights of the new moon. This is what passes for civilized behavior in Icewind Dale. Maybe... Maybe these victims found a way to keep their names out of the drawings. Mm, interesting. And perhaps Sefek has found out they were cheating, so he's the one who took that into his own hands and killed them. Why is he killing people from other towns, though? Indeed. What's in it for him? Well, maybe, just maybe, Sefek is doing the Frost Maiden's work. Interesting. You see, I followed Torg for a ten-day, this caravan, as it moved from town to town. It's quite a devious little enterprise, I discovered, but that's not my concern. What struck me is how comfortable Sefek looked in this weather. This, this icy, icy weather. No coat, no scarf, no gloves. It was like the cold couldn't touch him kiss of the frost maiden indeed i've heard of uh i've heard of people born under certain signs that don't suffer the cold like everyone else why not why not just that why jump to the frost maiden's bidding indeed these are motives i would really much enjoy interrogating sefik to understand better do you uh do you propose that uh, we grab him? Is that what you're saying, or you want, oh. you know, you want to cast some sort of, you know, query the dead type spell? Well, I'm not sure how that might go down with Sephic, but I'm happy to pay you a hundred gold pieces to apprehend him, confirm he's guilty, and deal with him. If he's nearby, I'll be happy to interrogate him. 
Preferably best done without involving the authorities. Yeah. And when it's done. The two behind us. We're not the authorities type. You see, that's what I figured. And you went... want to interrogate him, but what happens if we just need to make it quick? Is that fine? It's fine by me. If the murder's stopped, then I'll be right. Hmm. Interesting. What does he? Uh, what does he look like? Doesn't look like a bit of a shaggy bearded druid, does he? By any chance? No, not from what I've been able to see. Doesn't wear a cloak. Doesn't wear anything to keep him warm. A tall man, fairly grey, uh, whitish grey skin, dark hair, usually kept up in a in a ponytail. Sleeves which are rolled up above the elbow, which doesn't seem right in this in this environment. That's about mm. all I can tell you. And what uh, what makes him dangerous? Is he? You know, quick with a blade. Is he, uh, you know, he talk to beasts, cast a spell. Is he going to punch me really quickly lots of times? This, I cannot say. I've not seen him actually take action. But everywhere he goes, a murder takes place. In those towns which, which are supposed to, or have uh, intended to sacrifice human life or a life to the frost maiden mm. another one suffers at the hand of what i believe is sefek and is he in town at the moment he's not he left not long ago i can't keep track of where he's actually gone next but i've created a list of the path i took when i followed his caravan for that 10 day yeah And have you got which, that? Which I'll provide next session. Excellent. <laughs> Look, uh, we have some business to attend. We have some things to do. Mm. And uh, I'm not going to lie. This is a lovely offer and a piece of uh, interest that I think the team and I would love to unravel. But... Having said that, it's not our priority. I understand. If I find, if I find your friend, uh, how do I how do I alert you if we take care of it on the road? If you take care of it, find me. I'll be here. You'll or be I could here. be in other places. Like I will turn up. You will find me. I'll be traveling, but you will find me. All right. And uh, what what's in it for you? People die all the time. There are plenty of murderers. Why is this one interesting? It's just the detective work that I've done. It's more of like a a hobby of mine. I like to make sure I see it through. It's it's kind of like self validation that I was right, mm. as I believe you, to be. You know what? Uh, I spent a lot of time in the woods and. Um, you know, you listen to the air and you, you smell the leaves. And uh, one of the other things you get to know is droppings. You know, when I walk past a, a large one, I know that's a horse one. 
I walk past some square ones. I know that's a wombat one. Uh, and when people tell me that they're interested in the hobby and they want to give me a hundred gold to solve the hobby for them, mm. that's that smells a lot like bullshit to me. Let's be very fair. Why do you really have an interest in what's going on here? To be honest, there is fuck all happening in Icewind Dale. Just bore. <laughs> now that is a reason. Inside check, obviously. <laughs> Make an inside check. <laughs> Negative 10 to inside. <laughs> oh, it is happening. I cannot believe it. <laughs> For those of you counting along at home, this is my 75,000th natural one in this campaign, and we are only level two. And I have a. <laughs> Should have um, rolled a halfling, mate. Should have been a halfling. Yeah, Melbourne <laughs> might just get the dead. <laughs> um, yeah, that's one of the podcast. Another nat one. Another nat yeah. one. I she, think I'm very I mean, she's been sitting around this place doing nothing the few times you've seen her. She looks like she's just itching for something to try and, yeah. from what you can tell, ease her boredom. Yeah. Hey, uh, look, Leon, you look, look sturdy. You said you used to do a bit of merc work. Mm. Uh, you're a bit bored. Yeah. What about this? Rather, you know, there's some stuff going to happen. The thing that is our priority for the moment. And uh, old mate Russell at the bar is going to need some moral support in the in the form of blades for the moment. Mm. Nothing's particularly, yeah, you know, imminently dangerous, but definitely the sort of thing that uh, sounds like it'd be up the alley of an ex-mercenary who's a little bit bored and looking for excitement why don't when we uh when we head off why don't you go and chat to russell and uh and get a little bit more intel from him tell him you uh support the cause and i promise you you won't be bored for very long roll a persuasion check with advantage please i believe in you you can do it Oof. 15. So negative 1 to a 14. She looks over at the wall behind her where you see this massive battle axe pop up against the wall. I'm sure if it's needed, I can still swing this. And I'm sure the heads can still crush under its weight. Mm. Eh, I'll speak to Russell. Yeah. It's quiet at the moment. Maybe take the advantage of the quiet time and, uh, you know, Sharpen it up. Make sure the handle's uh, clean. All that. Okay. Right. Don't get yourself into any trouble, because how will I know if Sephic has been dealt with if you end up dead along the way? <laughs> Look, you'll know if I'm dead or not in the next day or two. I'll tell you that much. All right, then. Sephic will... Uh, you, you'll know very quickly if anyone's on the on the roads looking for Sephic in the next day or two. Okay. Well, I just, look forward uh, to hearing from. Yes. Just one last thing. What is uh, what is uh, Torgas look like? What does Torga look like? Uh, that's a great question. He's 
He's a dwarf like me. Fairly short. A bit rough around the edges. He looks like a bit of a thug these days. Yeah, if you see a man like that trading from a caravan, you would tend to be suspicious of him. Yeah. What sort of things do they actually trade? Knickknacks, paddywhacks? Yeah, it's, it's a lot of uh, Grimshaw that they pick up along the way. Yeah. Inconsequential things which they, they pass off as having value. Meaningless yeah. value. You can sell a lot of things with a good story. Indeed. You will hear Torgo a mile away spinning those stories. Alright. Uh, I think one of the other things I need to know is, uh, have you got any details about victim names? It's going to be a bit rough if I rock up and uh, put old mate Sophic over the Sophic over the barrel and uh, ask him for all the details and he says, well, who do you think I murdered? And I go, you know, the the murders <laughs> who are the victims i guess uh i do i'll write them down for you and give uh, them to you before you depart look uh if there's anything else you can put down on that bit of paper for me the uh the other two are getting a bit restless we need to make haste i'll uh Indeed. That'd, be, that'd be good all right let me get you the the list of uh where i've seen him and when and uh the suspected victims. The victims, indeed. He is the suspect. And she reaches in, pulls out a bit of paper, and starts scrolling on it like mad, and hands it over to you so you can peruse that before next session. Cool, cool. Okay. With that, Tobin stands up and, uh, look. This thing's gonna get crazy. Uh, but anyway, you see the carrots, you know we've been, so. Yeah. Carrots. Wow. No one's, ever, no one's ever given me a carrot before, but. Well. Well, it's a first for everything. I'll keep it with me. Is it good for eating or just for dis display? Yeah, probably eat it today. Ah. Uh, I mean, you can eat it tomorrow, <laughs> but might as well stick it up your ass. It'll have the same nutritional value. <laughs> Hold on a sec. All right, all right. Well, she looks at you like super quizzically at that. Like, what the hell? Uh, and has a close look at the carrot to make sure it hasn't been anywhere suspect already. <laughs> this one's a fresh one. Good to know. Well, I'll let you get out of here and I will go speak to Russell. Good choice. All right. As you or step out of this place into the brightest of brightest of days in dim light you immediately see just as just before you just as you open the door four towns guards sort of make their way down the street from west to east heading towards uh the lake and we will finish our session there for the evening as you guys leave the trip and shuffle and find out how to take down a speaker. Happy days. Hell yeah. We're going to do it January 6th, guys. We're going to do it January 6th. <laughs> Hold on. No, 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 no. We're going to be successful. We're not going to be put in jail for wearing a shaman hat, all right? There's a very big difference as to what we're doing. I'm not going to put my shaman hat away. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Shall we do a giveaway? 
Let's do, do it. it. Just for reminding people who are watching, showing the dice on screen now of what they look like. Some very sparkly, pretty, purpley, greeny dice. Uh, last what? chance to enter. Can I still enter? No! You can still not enter. <laughs> Alright, I'm closing entries in 3, 2, 1. Entries are closed. Let's pick a winner. The winner of this fantastic set of dice for courtesy of Behold Games is... GM Adam! How awesome is that? Legend <laughs> Adam, we'll get that off to you quickly. Uh, and do take a photo of us and send it to us so we can share it and how cool they look on the table. Alright, that's it from oh, us yeah. here this week. Don't forget, next week we have our Halloween one-shot with DM... Zim Doom himself, uh, my co-host on on Dungeon Mastery. Um, don't forget to check out that one. We had session episode two last week. We spoke about preparing for an entire campaign, which was a good chat. All right, that's it. That's it from us. See you soon next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Raging Rolls playing Icewind Dale, Rime of the Frostmaiden. Catch us live on Thursdays at twitch.tv slash ragingrolls and connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Threads and Instagram as at ragingrolls. Until next time adventurer, for the Queen of the Rhyme.